Welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. With me today in the hot seat is Jennifer Garrett, also known as Jen Garrett. She is an amazing woman that is all about business, swag, and definitely very multifaceted as well as versatile. So here's a little bit about Jen A. Garrett. She's an internationally recognized author, speaker, branding architect, leadership expert, army lawyer, and the host of Move the Ball podcast. Jennifer works with professional athletes, corporate executives, and entrepreneurs on how to amplify their brand, achieve high performance, and advance in their careers. Jennifer does this through her Move the Ball system, which utilizes her background and experience as an executive in Fortune 500 company, no, Fortune 50 companies, sorry y'all, and being, in a mil being a military officer, her knowledge from obtaining seven college degrees, wow y'all, and her passion for competitive sports. On the personal side, Jen has five children, is a third degree black belt in Taekwondo, and her favorite sports are football and basketball. And you'll know a little bit more when you see her swag that she recently mm -hmm. just got in. So without further ado, put your hands together, get those AirPods popping in and listen to Jen Garrett. Hey, thanks so much for having me today. My pleasure, Jen. So today we're going to talk about Move the Ball. But before we dive deeper there, I want you to share a little bit more about who you are, because we all know that a bio is just a bio and there's definitely more right. to you than what you could put on a bio in a limited amount of space. Sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. I mean, a little bit more about me is I've always been a person that's kind of like, you know what, have a plan, try to figure things out. Don't let people tell you you can't do something and just go after whatever it is that you want. And so you mentioned that, you know, I, I was in the Fortune 50 world. I left corporate America a couple of years ago to be an entrepreneur. So that was a very different world, but it's been fun. And it, the thing that I love the most about two things, one is you never know where the journey is going to take you. And two, it's about just putting yourself out there and being your authentic self. And there's, there's this level of freedom around just sharing who you are, not having to worry about what the corporate world is going to think of you. So I'm loving the journey. As you mentioned, I have five kids, so they keep me busy as well. Never a dull moment. Um, I'm a lover of sports. And so I know we'll talk about the Move the Ball brand, but that's a big reason why I came up with the brand was because my, of my passion for sports. So Jen, I had no idea you had five kids. What are your kids' mm -hmm. ages, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so there's a 20-year gap between my oldest and my youngest. My oldest is 25, and then I have a 22-year-old turning 19, turning 12, and then a five-year-old. Oh, wow. Incredible. So you have yeah. a mixture of both. And then what, another thing that fascinated me when I was reading your bio, seven degrees. So what are your degrees in? Yes. Yeah, so my degrees, I have two bachelors in engineering, one in electrical engineering and one in biomedical engineering. And then I got an MBA. I have a law degree as well. Um, and then I have a master's of arts in communication and leadership. And then after law school, because I just wasn't done and still a little crazy, I ended up going back to law school. You can get what's called a master of law degree, which is an advanced 
legal degree. So I have two of them, one in tax and then one in what's called business transactions, which is like corporate structure, mergers and acquisitions, SEC regulation, that kind of thing. Wow. So with all your um, background experience, plus your educational experience, it gave you a competitive advantage to really jump ship into the entrepreneurship journey. So were you able to set everything up yourself with you being so versatile with your educational background and leaving a Fortune um, 50 company? Yeah, I mean, I will say that I, I was fortunate having the background and experience that I did. It gave me a little bit of an edge in terms of knowing how to run a business and you know not spending unnecessarily on things that didn't make sense, where I feel sometimes people kind of go wrong in the beginning if they don't have that business acumen. But I mean, it's very different being an entrepreneur than being you know someone that works in a company that's well-established and you're a cog in the wheel and you know exactly what to do. And at the end of the day, you're still getting paid every two weeks right whether or not uh it doesn't really matter how much you get done per se I mean, obviously we're all good workers and we want to do good but if something doesn't go as planned you're still getting paid right in the entrepreneurial world it's a little bit different if things don't happen when you want them to then that paycheck might not be there when you want it to be right so so one of the things for me was really big on making sure i aligned myself with people that were successful entrepreneurs to learn i mean we all have different experiences that we bring to the table, but we don't know everything. So I think it's important, no matter what it is you're doing, to make sure that you're aligning yourself with people that have expertise and success areas that you're looking to go so that you can learn from them. And so that was a big thing for me was while I, I felt like, yeah, I can do, I can run a business and I've got this. I still wanted to learn from people who had been there and done that. I love that wisdom. That's what it is. You surround mm -hmm. yourself with people, you know, are already doing what you want to do and have been where you started so that way you have that competitive advantage you could also learn from their mistakes and then you could really yes. submerge yourself and so whenever we think about move the ball what led you to creating the move the ball brand and how did you come up with the name yes yeah, so move the ball started off as a book i didn't know it would grow into the brand that it has become but I've always had a passion for writing ever since I was a kid. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, I, I wanted to write a book. And back then I was like, well, who would read it? Like what? I was a single parent, had kids young. I was like, well, who would, I'm not a CEO. I'm not somebody big, not somebody famous. So who would want to read what I had to write? So I allowed that to be um, a discourager, a deterrent. So I never wrote, but I'd always in the back of my head wanted to write. So in 2011, I was at a football game, a professional football game, and um, I was sitting at the game and I got the inspiration to write this book on how football strategies and principles applied to life and how you could be successful, not only in business, because I felt so many people talked about the sports to business parallel. So I wanted to make it across anything that you did, personal, career, or business. And so then I had to think about a title. Right. And so, you know, the book was all about making forward progress and being successful and football teams focus on moving the ball forward. So that's how the name came to be. And so what the brand has grown into is it's really become a movement that starts from you know, it doesn't matter where you've come from or what's happened in your past. It's all about where you're going and you know, your past. Your past shapes who you are today, but it does not define where you're going tomorrow. And so that's kind of what the brand and the movement is about, is getting people to think about how am I going to move the ball each and every day and doing things to be able 
to get me closer to my goal and whatever those goals are. I like that. And I like how you said it's progress to moving forward because we can't rewrite the past and we can't jump into the future. But what can we do now is be present and we can plan forward and planning forward in your case is like moving the ball or move like how do you move the needle forward how are you moving the the ball down the line to score that touchdown and that touchdown is like us achieving our goals our accomplishments and etc right absolutely yes and the thing too is it's not just about like when I wrote the book the book was all about football and then um, I was working at GE at the time and G I was very blessed that GE gave me a lot of opportunities to do different speaking engagements um, around the globe. And I was talking with them about doing something with their leadership development center. And they're like, well, how do you deal with an audience that's global that doesn't know American football? And I was like, that's a great question. I'm like, I don't know. I never thought about that because all I was thinking about was football, you know, to, to life and success. And so that really forced me to think more broadly. And it became more about how the competitive athlete mentality versus football, just football really helps you to be successful. And so a lot of people that have joined the movement, so to speak, aren't even football fans. I mean, because no matter whether you're a sports person or not, you can grasp the concept of moving a ball forward. Okay, so question there, because I am not a sports fanatic, but I would love to learn football, right? But then I've learned not to ask my husband questions when a game is on, because he's like, shh, be quiet. And I'm like, yes. well, and so whenever I was like, okay, first down 10, and I was like, oh, so they have to run the ball 10 yards. And I'm asking these questions because like, if I would understand it, then I would really get into it and really sit there and want to watch it with him and cheer, cheer mm -hmm. and, and et cetera. But since I really don't get it, um, there's other women like me who want to learn, but then they can't ask their husband, especially if their husband is in the height of a game and it's a game that he really wants to watch. Have you thought about creating like some groups to like help women since you are a sports enthusiast and you love football and et cetera? Oh, that's a great idea. I haven't thought about that, um, but but it's something that I'm definitely going to take note of because obviously as a woman myself, I want more women to be interested in the sport. I mean, I fell in love with the game when I was four. So, I mean, it's been something that's been a huge part of my life for a long time. Um, and so I would love more women to see why. Um, and, you know, when you were telling me about how your husband doesn't want you to interrupt him. Yeah, my son will call me, he's 25. He'll call me, I'm in, I live in Chicago. So I watch every Chicago Bears game when I can. And so he'll call me during the Bears game. And I'm like, I'm not answering the phone when I'm watching my football game. I'm like, don't call me people when I'm watching football so I can completely relate to your husband. That is so funny. Okay, so are your kids sports enthusiasts like you are? Because you sound like diehard gung-ho, like I'm going to the game, I'm putting on my swag and we're moving that ball. Yes. Yeah. So my, I have one boy, four girls. My son played football. He's diehard football guy. My daughters are not quite as into football. They played other sports and other competitive activities. They did competitive cheer, gymnastics. Uh, I have a daughter that played lacrosse and tennis. So not so much football specifically. I mean, as they're getting older, they're paying more attention to it, but my younger ones have no interest. <laughs> Oh, okay. That makes sense. 
And now when you think about holistically, the Move the Ball brand, and you think about when you first started to where you are now, what was an experience of struggle that you endured and how has that shaped you moving the ball forward personally as well as professionally? A great question. So I would say that a struggle that as any entrepreneur starting out is it's really trying to find your way and finding what's going to stick in terms of revenue generation, right? Because as a business owner, we kind of need that to continue to have a viable business and continue to grow and, and not have to go back and, and find another gig to do. So I think that was the big thing for me was when I left corporate America, it was November 5th, 2019. That was a couple of months before the pandemic. So I had a plan and I was just like, all right, I'm going to do a lot of corporate consulting work and speaking engagements and training and stuff. Well, then came March 2020. And guess what? There were no companies that were interested in that because they they're just trying to survive at that point. Right. Let's not let's a keep our employees safe. Stay, keep the lights on, right? And figure out how to navigate through whatever is going on in this world. So because my, basically my market collapsed, right? Like there was no one interested. I had to think about, okay, now what? What am I going to do to, what other offerings can I put out there to be able to be successful and bring in revenue? So I really started going through a thought process of, okay, what would interest me? What problems are out there that I have expertise to solve? I mean, the same thing that anybody goes through, right? Being an entrepreneur. And so, but I think that pandemic was a really um, interesting exercise <laughs> to go through. And I remember that uh, people would ask me like, hey, Jen, you know, how, how's it going? And I was just like, oh, it's going. And they're like, well, this is really bad timing. And I was like, no, it's not bad timing. I'm like, this is just one more thing that we have to figure out. And um, I'm gonna have, a, I said, I'm gonna have a great story on the other side is what I said back in March of 2020. And I, this is what I, I, I'm, I'm really proud of. And I think it's important is you hear people talk all the time about, you know, going all in and sticking with something. That's very easy when you're not going through that to be like, yeah, 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 I got it. I hear you, right? Yeah, that makes sense. When you're faced with a decision yourself on what you're gonna do, that's when you're really tested. And so for me, I was willing to bet on this brand, but I was like, we're not backing down. I had just launched a podcast. Um, I pay a firm to do the post-production of it. They are not a cheap firm. Right? <laughs> because I don't need to spend that money. I had a marketing firm. I was also paying a nice penny to them. I could have said, you know what? Not right now. We don't know what's going on with the world. I'm going to scale back. And I didn't. And I said, you know what? I'm betting on myself. I'm going to keep on going full speed ahead because other people are scaling back and now's the time to really push forward. So we went all in, double down, and it worked out. So I, I think why I'm proud of that is because I believed in what I had to put out there that I was willing to invest and um, have those expenditures when I could have cut them back because I knew that what I was doing was the right thing for the business, even in this world of uncertainty and not knowing what was going on. And I think it's important for people to have that courage. If you believe in something, take the risk. And at the end of the day, even if it doesn't work out, you learn, I mean, there's so much that you get from it. But so I think for me, just going through the pandemic and having that determination to say, you know what, I'm going to live the things that I tell people to do and, you know, just keep moving forward. And sure, there was lots of pivoting along the way. That's just, that's how life goes. But whether there's a pandemic or not, I mean, you're always going to have things that don't go your way, that are outside of your control. And 
So you just have to focus on the things that you can control and how what you can do to be able to move forward. I like that, Jen. And the reason why I resonate with what you're saying is because there were two different ways of looking at the pandemic holistically. A lot of business were shutting down, but then a lot mm -hmm. of businesses were birthed in the pandemic and it was yes. because they had grit they were resilient and they figured out yes like if i took a risk building up somebody else's brand empire and legacy why can't i take a risk on myself and really accentuate the gifts and the talents and etc that i have and you hear how you know their businesses weren't just surviving but it was thriving when people thought they were crazy because they're like why would you open a business in the pandemic? People aren't going out or whatnot, but they learned mm -hmm. a new way to construct their business. And that sounds like exactly what you did with move the ball from the aspects of your podcast, you know, doing post-production as well as the marketing team. It's like you double down, you risked, um, took a risk on yourself because if you think about it, every day we take a risk getting in our cars, driving on the highway, we take a risk, you know, doing things out in the free world and i live in i live in texas currently in texas people have coined us the wild wild west now since you know the um open gun gun laws or whatever and now just all the craziness that is going on so it's like you have to change your your perspective get a new vantage point and a new focal point and i think once you know who you are and whose you are you're not going to fall victim to what society tells you you aren't you're not going to fall victim to the critics the haters and the naysayers mm -hmm. but you're going to believe in yourself so much and have faith in yourself that that faith is going to cause you to just rise up and go conquer the world. Absolutely. So now, whenever you think about the amazing things that you have birthed, because you are multifaceted, Jen, I can see that already by just talking to you, reading your bio and et cetera. So what's next for Move the Ball brand? Yeah, so I'm always looking at, well, a couple of things. One, I have the podcast, as you know, we're in season two, we're wrapping up season two. And you know, my, my goal with the show is to contain, bring higher profile guests on and you know, really grow the reach and the influence of the show. As you mentioned earlier, I started uh, some merchandising. So I got some swag in. So I'm pretty excited about that. But really my vision for this brand is it's really, it's a movement. It's about getting people to believe that again, no matter where you come from, you can do whatever it is that you want. And I'll just share a little bit more. I mean, I, I was a corporate person. My goal was to climb the corporate ladder. I wanted to be a Fortune 500 CEO, right? Never in my dreams did I think I would ever do anything around sports. I love sports. Loved it. Love, I do love it. But when I was growing up, I didn't know anybody that played professional sports, coach. Like, I didn't come from that world. And so because of that, I was like, eh, that's never going to happen because I don't know anybody, right? And social media has changed the game because now you can connect with anybody. But 20 years ago... That wasn't around. And so I never thought about sports. And then I published the book, started trying to connect with people in the sports world um, after my dad had passed away very unexpectedly, made me really rethink what was important to me and what did I want to leave behind? What was the legacy that I wanted to build? And so move the ball was the thing like people had started posting on social media and they and I know you see this genesis I'll post too and I'll talk about some story and I'll say such and such knows how to move right and it's about that forward progress but when like this is probably 2017 2018 
people started um, posting a lot using the hashtag. And I was like, this is a thing. You created that. I just thought it was a book, you know, and, and then it became this whole movement. But um, when I was starting to really try to get my name out there in sports, yeah, I connect, I network. There were a lot of people that would be nice, but they didn't really care what I had to say. Being a woman, okay, you know something about football, sure, right? And so, yeah, I just kept doing me, kept connecting. And so, I mean, to have people get behind the brand that have been really, really uh, well-known in, in the sports world, such as Mike Ditka, such as Bill Cartwright, who was the former head coach of the Chicago Bulls, five-time uh, NBA champ. So, I mean, to get people like that to back the brand and say, yes, you know, what you're doing, Jen, is amazing, is pretty cool because I remember when nobody cared. I mean, there's when I first started out, no one cared, no one in sports cared about what I had to say. They weren't rude, but they're like, oh, that's nice. That's great. You wrote a book. Cool deal. You know, so I mean, just to see the evolution has been incredible. And I, I really wish that I hadn't limited my thinking before. Again, social media changed things. So there's now a vehicle where you can connect with people. But so I would encourage anybody watching, I mean, if you, if you want to do something, don't let the fact that you don't know somebody or you don't have the knowledge be your deterrent or discourage you because it's so easy to find people nowadays that have that expertise that are in those industries. So you really can do whatever you want. So really that's what Move the Ball is all about is I want to reach as many people as I can, you know, keep them motivated and inspired and wanting to, to, to go after whatever it is that excites them. That is amazing. And as you were talking, all I heard was humble beginnings, grace, mm -hmm. mercy, resilience, perseverance, clarity, determination, mm -hmm. boss lady, moves, <laughs> and just a uh, fire. Like, because it's like you overcame so much and you did not quit because people didn't understand your brand. You kept on going. And then before you knew it, you have all these amazing people who have, you know, higher echelons, these accolades and et cetera, backing you. And that's what it's about, building your own tribe, building that team and really curating legacy. Because whenever we pass on, we should ask ourselves, what do we want the world to say about us? What do we want our yes. kids to say about us? Like, what type of seeds are we planting so we could reap that abundant harvest and so forth? And my condolences to you for losing your dad. I lost my dad unexpectedly last year in 2020. And it was the hardest thing in my life because my dad and I were like two peas in a pod. So I understand. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And as we begin to wind down, Jen, I want you to leave the listeners as well as the viewers with one to two gems and then close us out with, once again, who you are, how they could connect with you on social media. And I know you have some swag next to you, yes. so showcase <laughs> your swag. Okay, yeah, I will do that. So a couple of things that I'll leave you with. So I'll share my three favorite quotes. Um, so my three favorite quotes are to always walk in faith and not by sight, meaning that no matter what happens in the day to day, don't get caught up in that. So, I mean, if you really believe in what it is you're doing and you believe, I mean, I'm a person of faith. And so if you believe 
you know, that the right things are going to happen when they're supposed to happen. That's what use that to keep you going, even when things might not be going well that particular day. Like that's just one day and the day is what you make of it. So, I mean, you can always you can always make a day a great day, no matter what happens in the day, because you get to choose how you respond to what the day throws at you. So that's one. The second one is to trust the process. Like if you do the things that you're supposed to do, the right outcomes will happen. They might not happen when you want them to, but they will happen if you stick with it, you stay determined, you stay consistent, and you focus on the things that you need to do. Because sometimes people get so caught up in this instant gratification, like, oh, I need this to happen. I did X, I need Y tomorrow, right? It doesn't always happen that way. You've got to do that continual grind, stick with your process, and things will work out. And then third is to always write a life story that you never want to stop reading. I mean, I, I, as you know, since your dad passed away, I mean, tomorrow's not guaranteed for any of us, right? So make sure that you're doing the things today that make you proud, that make your kids proud, that make your family proud, that something that you can leave behind for others to remember you by as well. So those would be my little gems. Um, I will show my swag here, my logo that I just got, move the ball. And then I have my hat as well, if you can see it. So I'm pretty excited. Um, I haven't done a, a swag play in a long time. So it was neat when I got these hats in the mail yesterday. I was pretty, pretty jazzed about that. Um, and then again, about me, my name is Jen Garrett. I'm the author of the book, Move the Ball, host of the Move the Ball podcast. Connect with me. If you just Google search Move the Ball, you'll find me somehow my like search engine optimization stuff that I don't really do is working well because my stuff will pop up if you uh, search Move the Ball or the hashtag Move the Ball on any social platform. Amazing, Jen. And just um, thank you so much for just showcasing your swag, coming on here to tell us more about the Move the Ball brand. And then shout out to all the incredible things that you're doing. And if I could um, add in, I think you should get some athleisure wear, some leggings, because that would be so dope with that. There hat. you go. <laughs> yes, yes. I will work on that for sure. <laughs> Thank you uh, once again. And listeners and viewers, you just heard Jen Garrett, founder of Move the Ball. Make sure you tap in with her. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So read, read, read. And until we chat next time, I love to say peace, love, and lots of blessings. Go out and have yourself a thrilling Thursday. And remember, you are a masterpiece. Destiny is waiting for you. And there's power in your voice and power in sharing your story. So don't ever let somebody tell you otherwise. <laughs>